I'm Doug Blair. I'm Virginia Allen. And this is the Daily Signal Top News for September 20th. Here are today's headlines. In the ongoing dispute over migrants flown from Florida to Martha's Vineyard, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis claims the migrants voluntarily chose to board the flight and that reports to the contrary were untrue. Here's DeSantis speaking with Fox News' Sean Hannity on his show last night. This was voluntary. All migrants were put up in hotels, given accommodations. They were fed. They were showered. They were offered haircuts and, and any other services that they were needed, correct? Yeah, not only that, they all signed consent forms to go, and then the vendor that, that is doing this for Florida provided them with a packet that had a map of Martha's Vineyard, it had the numbers for different services on Martha's Vineyard, and then it had numbers for the overall agencies in Massachusetts that handle things involving immigration and refugees. So it was clearly voluntary, and all the other nonsense you're hearing um, is just not true. And, and why wouldn't they want to go, given where they were? They were in really, really bad shape, uh, and they got to be cleaned up, everything treated well. Critics of the governor's decision to fly migrants to Martha's Vineyard have accused DeSantis of misleading the migrants as to where they were going. Yesterday, the Bexar County Sheriff's Office, which handles cases for the greater San Antonio, Texas area, where the migrants came from, announced that it planned to investigate DeSantis over the incident. The Washington Post reported Sheriff Javier Salazar, a Democrat, as saying, We are working with private attorneys who are representing the victims, as well as advocacy organizations regarding this incident. We are also preparing to work with any federal agencies that have concurrent jurisdiction, should the need arise. Though Salazar vowed to investigate DeSantis, the sheriff was unclear about what, if any, laws the governor had broken. Salazar said, at this point, I'm not able to definitively say here the statute that they broke, either federal, state, or local. But what I can tell you is it's wrong. Just from a human rights perspective, what was done to these folks is wrong. Montana's health department announced yesterday that it will allow transgender people to change the gender on their birth certificates. The change comes despite Montana trying to prevent it. Back in April, District Court Judge Michael Moses ordered Montana's health department to temporarily halt enforcement of the law. The law blocked people from changing the gender on their birth certificates unless they had surgery. Moses announced yesterday at a hearing that he would immediately push for motions of contempt unless the health department complied with the order to allow transgender people to change the gender on their birth certificates. Just hours after the hearing, Montana's Department of Public Health and Human Services said it would comply with the order. In a statement announcing that the department would allow transgender people to change their gender, even though it disagreed, Health Department spokesman John Ebelt had this to say. The department stands by its actions and analysis concerning the April 2022 preliminary injunction decision as set forth in its rulemaking that addressed critical regulatory gaps left by the court. Sexually transmitted diseases like syphilis and HIV are on the rise across the country, a situation some experts are calling out of control. The Associated Press reported that in 2021, syphilis case rates reached their highest recorded levels since 1991. The total number of syphilis cases hit its highest level since 1948 for a 26% rise in new cases. HIV cases rose by 16% last year. The Associated Press also reported that rates of STDs are highest in gay and bisexual men.
47 people in Minnesota are staring down federal fraud charges and accusations that they stole $250 million from a federal child nutrition program and acted during the pandemic. Earlier today, the U.S. attorney for Minnesota, Andy Luger, announced the charges, including conspiracy, wire fraud, money laundering, and bribery against the individuals and their group called Feeding Our Future. Luger said the crime represented the largest pandemic fraud in the United States. Prosecutors accused Feeding Our Future of creating several companies claiming to provide meals to children across the state and then applying for reimbursement from federal food programs. Allegedly, the names of many of the children supposedly being fed were fake. The accused are believed to have used the money on personal items like luxury cars, property, and jewelry. The defendants have pleaded not guilty. According to Luger, the federal government has recovered $50 million in stolen money and property, but will likely recover more. The Alton Telegraph reported Luger is saying this $250 million is the floor. Our investigation continues. And that'll do it for today's episode. But before we let you go, we have a somewhat sobering announcement here from the Daily Signal. Doug, tell us what's happening. Absolutely. Well, like I announced this morning on the uh, Daily Signal podcast interview edition, this will unfortunately be my last headlines. Uh, I will be moving on to a new position in the Washington, D.C. area. But uh, it's been a pleasure to join you guys on your drive home, on your uh, afternoons as you listen to these headlines and it's going to be very very difficult for me to to not be able to spend time with you guys in your in your cars in your in your house whatever wherever you listen to this podcast it's going to be really really tough yeah well Doug we hope to have you back on as a guest maybe in the future because we know that you're going to be busy in DC doing lots of great things lots of reporting uh, but we are truly going to miss you here of at course. the Daily Signal but we're going to leave it there for today thank you all so much for listening to the Daily Signal podcast if you haven't gotten a chance please be sure to check out our more Morning show right here on the same podcast feed where we interview lawmakers, experts, and leading conservative voices. And join us tomorrow morning for a Daily Signal interview edition. Uh, Doug Blair will be sitting down with Jim Carafano to discuss his recent trip to Ukraine. Also, make sure you subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts and help us reach more listeners by leaving a five-star rating and review. It really does help us, and we read all of your feedback. Thank you all again for listening. Have a wonderful night, and we'll see you right back here tomorrow morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. The executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen, Doug Blair, and Samantha Rank. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.